Good morning. Before I say anything else, let me let you know that Adam now is going to be taking some pictures, but he's going to stop when worship service starts. This is for the pictorial directory, so just so you'll know not to be upset about it. Okay, as I welcome you here this morning, let me remind you of a few things. Kids, our regular Sunday night programs of handbells, choir, Bible study, and mission kids will meet tonight upstairs in the Family Life Center on our regular schedule. Now please mark your calendars and save the date for our children's Christmas plans. We will participate in the Greer Christmas Parade on Sunday, December the 2nd, and present our Christmas musical at 11 a.m. on Sunday, December the 9th. And I know this will be in the bulletin, but just, uh, just so you know, I'll give you a little heads up. I also want to remind you that the office conditions are poor. Everything's covered in dust in there this morning. I, I, I got dust all over myself trying just to get my robe on. The, um, so we're not sure how the office will be manned this week. It's also a short week. Everybody knows due to the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving. So just be aware of that. Also, there is uh, some, for security purposes, um, it has been decided that the main doors to the Family Life Center will be locked during the 11 a.m. service. And anyone needing to get in can go to the glass door that leads directly into the nursery classroom and will be let in there. That, this, will, uh, this announcement will be included in the bulletin in the next, next bulletin. Does everyone already have the commitment cards or does the ushers have those ready to hand out? You have them ready to hand out, okay. But when you hand those out, please make sure the choir gets commitment cards and myself, okay. Now let me just tell you quickly how this is gonna proceed. When we get through with the sermon, there will be a time for commitment. And you will have time to come up and to pray and kneel as you so desired when you bring your commitment cards up to lay them here where you have always in the past. And then once everyone's through with that, we will have a hymn and then we'll have a prayer that will serve as our grace prayer. And then we will uh, go out and leave and go to Family Life Center for our food. And everyone is invited, so make sure that you're aware of that. All right. Okay. I don't want to take up uh, time in the service. Let me just tell you quickly that I appreciate very much your prayers and concerns. Brenda is at home resting. She is going to have to go back in a couple of weeks for the test that they couldn't do to determine whether or not she's going to have to have a further surgery. And the last word that I had as, as about midnight last night was that, that Marnie is still laying flat and the baby hasn't come. So I hope that stays for another few days. So uh, keep praying in both of those situations. All right, that's all the announcements I have. Let us begin our worship together.
understanding to know you, diligence to seek you, wisdom to find you, and a faithfulness that may finally embrace you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us join in our affirmation of faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. 
He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. be seated and let our children come forward for our children's time. Good morning. I'm thankful for all these children this morning. Sometimes I've come up here and it's just been me and one other. And today I was so thankful I had to run over to the Family Life Center and get some more paper because I walked into the church and said, uh-oh, I may not have enough. So I'm real thankful this morning for all of you and all your beautiful colors. And today my lesson of thanks because what's coming up? Yes, my lesson of thanks is about a rainbow of thanks. On, ch on my way to church this morning, the other day going home, when I was trying to think about what do I want to talk about with Thanksgiving coming up, I was driving along the road, and I just noticed all the things on the side of the road. I noticed the signs. I noticed the trees and all their beautiful colors. There's a tree coming into my neighborhood, and it is the prettiest yellow. And then there's one down the street that's not a very big tree, but it is the brightest of brightest red. It almost looks like it's on fire. So as I drive down the road, I see all these colors, and I think, wow, there's a lot of things I'm thankful for. That's a lot of different colors. I want you to think about your favorite color, your favorite color. And now I want you to try to think about something that's that color. Does anybody get a good example of something that's your favorite color and what's that color? The sky. The sky. So your, is your favorite color, one of your favorite colors blue? Great. Yes. Grapes and her favorite color is purple. An apple. Let me guess. Is your favorite color red? Yes, I like red too. I, I put that down as one of my favorite colors. And pink flowers. Yes, I love getting pink flowers and seeing pink flowers. Well, in the Bible, it tells us to always give thanks because some days you may dis be disappointed in things that you get or do or things that happen, 
But the Bible tells us to always give thanks to God. Always. Paul tells us in Thessalonians, it says, most of all, we are to give thanks to God for his unspeakable gift of Jesus Christ. So no matter how your day is, you can always give thanks that we have Jesus Christ that came. And in Psalms, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So not only do we thank God for all the colorful things we have, but we also have to give thanks for Jesus Christ because he came into our world to save us. So I want you this week to think about some of your favorite colors and some of the things that are your favorite colors that you're thankful for. So I have an assignment for you. I know you're going to have to go to school two days this week, so you're probably not going to have a lot of homework. So I have a homework assignment for you. Don't you hate it that a teacher's up here and you have to have homework over Thanksgiving? But it's a good one. I'm going to give you a sheet of paper, and it's folded up in a bag, and it has one of these on it, and it says a rainbow of thanks. And then in each box, you're going to put a color that you like. And in that box, I want you to put something that's, that's that color. Okay, like we said, like, Somebody said red, and he put apples, and blue, and the sky. And this is what I want you to do. This is the important part. When you have Thanksgiving Day, dinner, anybody that comes into your house, they have to pick a color and pick something they're thankful for that color, okay? And so you can be the teacher, and you tell them, you have to write something in one of my boxes, okay? And then, when you have your Thanksgiving meal, I want you, with help, if you can't read it yourself, or, or you can read it, I want you to pray for all the things that we're thankful for that everybody has. And if somebody has a color they want to add, you also have the back of it that you have boxes on. You can add more colors on the back if you would like. And to remind you to do this, I also put, everybody's got a bag in there, I bought you some rainbow gushers that are all different colors. So maybe that can help get you started. So you can look at those colors and think some of the other things you're thankful for for those colors. Okay, can everybody do that? You'll have a great Thanksgiving prayer. And everybody can think about all the wonderful things they're thankful for. So will you pray after me? Dear Lord, thank you for all your colorful gifts. But most of all, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to save us from the world. Amen.
as I've already mentioned, please continue to remember the Dumas family and Brenda. And also, um, I wanted you today, if you would, I, most of you probably heard, to pray for the family of, of Bo Hicks, uh, who was killed in Afghanistan. Let us pray. Oh God, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. Almighty God, if we pause and think about it, we know that through the years we've received much bounty and grace from you. You have shown us your will by creating and caring for all living things here on earth. The flowers in the ground, the birds in the air are all held in your loving arms. And even more, you have provided for us in all circumstances, whether good or bad. And yet we must confess this day, O oh God, that we do not always show trust to you. We worry about things of this earth. We worry and believe that things we accumulate will protect us when really it is your grace that is our sustenance. And so, O oh Lord, this day for our lack of trust, for our failure to return thanks to you, forgive us, O oh God. Forgive us and help us to see and to know that you have shown yourself in our midst. And we pray, O oh Lord, that you would fill us again with that same Holy Spirit that we may also uh, be agents of transformation for good, not evil. And while we celebrate in abundance and on this day that we commit our resources to your holy church, we do know there are many who do not have the resources. And we pray for each one of those, O oh Lord. We pray for all those whose who may be suffering from distress in their bodies, their minds, or their spirits. Especially we pray for those in our hearts now. Direct us by your love to care for them as you care for us. Oh God, receive our thanksgivings and our petitions. We offer them through our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now let us continue our worship with our giving. Let our ushers come forward at this time to receive our tithes and our offerings.
please be seated. Our scripture lesson today is from Psalm, the book of Psalms, Psalm 100. Give attention to the reading of God's holy word. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we are thankful this day as we begin this season of Thanksgiving. As we pause this day for our commitment, our consecration Sunday. Guide us now through the power of the Holy Spirit to understand how truly blessed we are and how much we need to give. We pray in your name. Amen. Well, you know, there's a lot of people, I believe, this Sunday, this day in our country who might say that they don't have anything to be thankful for. Here it is a few days before our nation celebrates Thanksgiving. And um, some people, I think, probably feel that way, but I believe there is things we can be thankful for. I think there are a lot of things we can be thankful for. And asking that question, what are you thankful for, remind me of a story of a couple of men who were walking through a field one day when they spotted a bull. And the bull took off after them. And they darted towards the nearest fence. The bull followed in hot pursuit, and it was soon apparent that they would not make it over the fence in time. They were terrified, and one shouted to the other, put up a prayer, put up a prayer. We're in for it. And the other fellow answered, I can't. I've never made a public prayer in my life. But you must, insisted his companion. The bull is going to catch us any minute. All right, he panted. I'll say the only prayer I know. Oh Lord, for what we're about to receive, make us truly thankful. (laughs) Some of you today may feel that way when the pledge card comes your way and you take time to fill it out. Because the hardest math to master is that which enables us to count our blessings in every situation. Let me repeat that. The hardest math to master is that which enables us to count our blessings in every situation. You know, there are people who do praise God in every situation. Even people within this congregation. There was not a more powerful testimony of faith that was sent out, I think, by Lee and Marnie, and many of you got in an email and was posted on Facebook as they struggle with this situation that they're in. I know that many struggle this year. 
Unemployment is still way too high. Our country is still at war. This young man of our community reminds us that in a stark way. And about half our country doesn't agree with the other half on every issue. And yet there are people who praise God in every situation. Our founder, John Wesley, wrote about one such person as he was still a student before he became the, the mighty person of faith that he became. He met this fellow at Oxford University. And he asked him a series of questions and all the questions concerned things like what he had on and what he had to eat and where he lived. And in every instance, the man replied that he thanked God he thanked God. And Wesley said to him, he said, Sam, you thank God when you have nothing to wear, nothing to eat, and nothing, nowhere to sleep. How can you possibly thank him for anything else? And the man said to him, and Wesley wrote in his diary, I thank him that he has given me life and a heart to love him and a desire to serve him. Wow, what an outlook on life. If each of us could have that outlook on life in every situation. You know, there is, if we think about it, ways we can praise God in every situation. Remind me of another story. The story of a weary traveler who, was, who many, many years ago, back in the old days, was traveling. And he came upon the Mississippi River and never seen it before. He wasn't even too sure why it was there. But he was there, and he needed to keep going the direction he was going. There was no bridge. It was winter, though, and the surface of the river was covered with ice. So he questioned, should he dare cross it? Would the ice bear his weight? And night was began to fall, and it was important that he reached the other side. Finally, after much hesitation and with much anxiety, he he began to creep across the ice on his hands and his knees, praying all the way. And about halfway over, he began to hear singing. And he, heard, he kept coming, and the singing was coming up behind him. And out of the darkness there came by him a man just singing his head off, driving a horse-drawn wagon, fully loaded, across the ice and singing as he was creeping. So there he was on his hands and knees, scared to death that the ice would not hold him, and right beside of him goes a man with a loaded down wagon and two horses. You've heard the song, Standing on the Promises of God? Well, this man was creeping on the promises of man, I do believe. How you will approach today when you take time to fill out that card and to bring it up here will say a whole lot about whether or not you are standing or creeping on the promises of God. Friends, God is good. God is merciful. God loves us. And we need to stand tall and walk bravely upon the promises of God with thanksgiving. You know, uh, I went to a fancy restaurant a few weeks ago. The food was prepared perfectly. It was served in record time. But the waiter grumbled the whole time. Now you know that if a waiter tosses the food at you, if the waiter doesn't frown, I mean doesn't smile but only frowns, if, if the waiter grumbles, 
when you want more to drink. If the atti- this attitude can ruin a perfectly good meal. It has nothing to do with the food. It has to do with that attitude. I wonder if God feels the same way when we grumble about serving Him. When we complain about serving Christ's holy church with all that we have. The Scripture says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Sometimes we let the anxieties of life, the burdens of a crazy week, weigh us down. But the cure is to come into here. It's to come into the place of worship. To enter God's courts with praise and thanksgiving. And to remember that God is good and to be thankful. That's the cure for all that brings us down. There's a true story about a man who served as a medical missionary for many years in India. And he served in an area where there was progressive blindness. People were born with healthy vision, but there was something that caused people to lose their sight as they matured. Well, this medical missionary developed a process that would stop progressive blindness in those people. And so people started to come to him uh, to perform this operation. And then they would leave realizing that they did not need to fear blindness anymore, that their sight was restored. And the people in their dialect did not know how to say thank you. That was not part of their dialect. But there was a phrase that they used. It was this phrase. They would say, I will tell your name. I will tell your name. I will tell your name. So wherever they went, they would tell the name of this missionary who had cured their blindness. They had received something so wonderful that they eagerly proclaimed it. Isn't it wonderful that they were able to express it that way? Wouldn't it be wonderful if I was able to go from this day until next, Commitment Sunday, telling your name, Telling your name about your generosity this Sunday to Christ Holy Church. Telling your name to the district superintendent and the bishop. Telling your name to my fellow clergymen and the people I meet across the community. I will tell your name. What a great, wonderful thing for someone to say about you. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. I have come to the conclusion that we live in a rather confusing world. Life used to be a little simpler, I believe, years ago. For example, it used to be that people knew that they wore their underwear under their clothes. I'm going to wait a minute for y'all to all get that. (laughs) People used to know that when something was hot, it was not cool. People used to know that love meant something you did to someone else, not something that you expected from someone else. 
You see, we other person love is what God's love is about, not self-centered love. Unfortunately, we tend to commit ourselves in relationships as long as it remains all about our needs. I'm reminded of a pastor who asked a bridegroom the usual vows. Do you take this woman to be your wife for better or worse, for rich or for poor, in sickness or in health? And about that time, the bride interrupted him and said, please stop, you're going to talk him right out of it. Today, the word love seems to be defined for a set time, for a specific reason, and for self-interest. But God's love is not like the weather. It is never uncertain. It does not change with the seasons. God's love is unconditional. It is impartial. It is everlasting. It is infinite. And it is perfect. In the book of Lamentations, Jeremiah wrote these words, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. God is faithful. Even when we're not, God is faithful. We can face the tribulations of life knowing that God will be with us even in the darkest hour of our lives. And that alone should make us grateful and thankful. Finally, there's an old legend about a person who found a storehouse where the devil liked to keep his seeds that he, that he would sow in human hearts. There he found the seeds of discouragement more numerous than all the other seeds. So he questioned Satan. And Satan remitted that, yes, those seeds work best of all, except in one place they will not thrive. What is that? The man asked. And Satan said, in the heart of a grateful person, discouragement cannot grow in a generous and grateful heart. Friends, this Sunday is about recognition of what our Savior has done for us and about fanning into flame that generous and grateful heart where Satan cannot work. Whenever we worship, Regardless of time or place, God is with us. God is there mysteriously strengthening us and reminding us that His Spirit is with us even when we face the raging bulls or the slippery ice or those things that might try to discourage us. God is the source of true thanksgiving. Listen to the Scripture one more time. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. 
Now, has everyone got a card that wants a card? If, okay, anybody else need a card? All right, we're going to take some time in silence for you to be in prayer and then for you to complete your card. Upon completion of your card, you, you're to bring them up here and lay them here on the altar rail. You may stop and pray, spend as much time as you need. And then when we're through, we'll stand up and sing a hymn. So let us be in prayer about how we'll support Christ's Holy Church in 2013.
Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, we thank you, O God, for this day, and we thank you for the food that we're about to receive, and may it bless us, remind us that all good things come from your hands, O God. And now may you people receive the blessings of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>